Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ooh, what's up, friends? JB Barry here at Fantasy Coach JB over on Twitter. Back with your DFS Flash podcast. Every week, you know I'm over here at Aaron Torres Media, giving you this weekly guide to help you build out your winning DFS lineup over on DraftKings. The DFS Flash is a quick show. It's only about 15 minutes of your time, and I lay out some of my favorite options to target at each position for the Sunday DFS main slate. I go position by position, giving you my favorite pay up, pay down, and dart throw options at each position to help you build out your winning DFS lineup. Every week, I put in my own lineup on DraftKings using players I talk about here on this show. And what we look for is at least a minimum two and a half times return on investment from our DFS players to double up in our cash games. Last week was incredible. We nailed almost all of our players and got some great returns. I hope you're following along and you've built up a nice bankroll with me using the players from the DFS Flash. Let's keep winning in week 15. Let's build this lineup and let's make some money. At quarterback this week, my payup option is going to be Aaron Rodgers at 7,500. This was a tough decision for me between Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford, but there's a COVID issue in LA. Stafford is coming off a solid performance and he's $500 less than Rodgers. So I won't be mad if you need to save a few bucks and go with Stafford, but I'm going with Rodgers and I'm going to be looking to attack the Baltimore secondary this week. Baltimore is completely barren in the secondary, and the injuries just keep mounting for them. They lost their best corner, Marlon Humphrey, a couple weeks ago, and their quote-unquote best corner. I did air quotes there. You couldn't see me. Is Anthony Averitt, who if you've watched Baltimore games this season, he's the guy with the colored tips in his braids that's constantly getting beat by wide receivers. On the other side of Averitt's an undrafted corner, Chris Westry, And both of these guys are going to be in for a long day when they get to match up against Devontae Adams, who's arguably the best wide receiver in football. Aaron Rodgers has been on a tear since his whole COVID situation. In the past three weeks, Rodgers has thrown for over 300 yards each week, and he has 10 touchdown passes and no interceptions over those three games. His lowest scoring fantasy performance over that time span was 29.28 points, and he's averaged 32.8 points over those games. Rodgers is managing that toe injury, and I'm not concerned about it. Even though he said he had a setback with it last week, he's showing he could play through it at a high level. The fact that there was a setback may actually give you an advantage having him in your lineup, since others may shy away from him this week. With arguably the best wide receiver in football at his disposal against the bad secondary, this should be another solid game from Rodgers. 
even at a $7,500 salary, a two and a half times return on investment would be less than 19 points. I think Rogers is going to throw for multiple touchdowns once again, and he'll get over the 22 and a half points. He'd need to get us a three times return on our investment. I'll likely be stacking Rogers and Adams and building my lineup from there. There'll be more to come on that later. My pay down option at quarterback is Tua Tungavailoa at 5,700 this week. Coming off the late bye week, Tua gets a gift of a matchup against a miserable New York defense. New York's one of the worst teams in the league against the pass, and that works out for us using Tua since three of the Miami running backs are on the COVID list. Even if they are able to play, Tua should still do enough damage to pay off for us at a solid pay down option price. These two teams played each other just a couple weeks ago, and we saw Tua play very well in that game. He completed 27 of 33 passes for 273 yards and two touchdowns. He had nearly an 82% completion percentage as he picked apart the New York defense on the way to a win. Miami's been winning a lot lately, and they're riding a four-game winning streak as they try to establish themselves as a playoff contender. They're very much in the AFC wildcard race, and they're going to want to come out strong this week to keep those playoff hopes alive. Tua has been connecting with his favorite receiver, Jalen Waddle, all season, and he also got Devontae Parker back before the bye week. Now, Waddle was placed on the COVID list on Thursday, and that makes him in danger of missing this game. But even without him, Tua can still produce. He still has Parker, and he's got Mike Gesicki as another weapon at tight end. And he has some ancillary pieces like Albert Wilson and Mac Hollins who are good enough against this New York defense. At $5,700, we only need just over 14 points to get to the two and a half times return. And to get to three times, he needs just about 17. Tua averages 18.7 fantasy points per game if you take out the week two game that he got hurt early. So he can certainly deliver in this plus matchup at a good pay down option price. My dart throw this week at quarterback is going to be Trevor Lawrence at 5,100. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Urban Myers finally out in Jacksonville. And it could be just in time for Trevor and the Jacksonville team to rally and they could play freely and try to build some momentum heading into next season. Trevor's been pretty bad lately. He had four picks last week and has only one touchdown pass over his last six games. He has been pretty vocal about his displeasure with the way the offense has been managed, including the lack of involvement of James Robinson. Now that he's free of Urban Meyer, Trevor should have more of a say in the offensive game plan and he could play looser and play freely now without the disciplinarian head coach to worry about. Trevor also has a positive matchup this week against the Houston defense that's given up at least 31 points in each of their past five games. We saw Trevor making some connections last week with his receivers. He got Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chenault, and even Laquan Treadmill involved throughout the game. I called him Laquan Treadmill because that's how I refer to him because he's usually just running around. But now Laquan Treadwell is actually making plays on the football field. Trevor only has one game this season where he threw for multiple touchdown passes and his opponent that game. Yep. It's the same Houston team with the positive matchup. And with urban Meyer gone, Trevor should open it up again this week and look to get back on track. I believe he throws for multiple touchdowns this week and at only 5,100, just getting the 13 points will get over the two and a half times return on investment. Trevor could even get to a three times return this week, which would just be over 15 points. Trevor's never a choice I'd feel great about in my lineup, but the matchup and the situation, it makes him a decent dart throw option. At running back this week, 
My payup option is going to be Cordero Patterson at 6,900. With a few of the big name running backs off the main slate this week, we get to find some value at the position. My favorite payup options are between Joe Mixon at 7,200 and Patterson at 6,900. When I was deciding between the two, I decided to go with Patterson for two reasons. Mixon's been fairly quiet the past couple of weeks, and he's only caught two passes the past two weeks. He also gets a tough matchup against the Denver run defense. We all know that Patterson's a dual threat option, who's really a wide receiver playing running back. So his ability to contribute in both the running and passing game, that makes him a solid option every week. He also has a better matchup than Mixon. And on top of that, he's cheaper. Patterson it is. Last week, Patterson once again scored a rushing touchdown and carried 16 times. Since returning from his injury, Patterson has 45 rushing attempts and 13 targets over the past three weeks, and he's turned them into 244 rushing yards and 46 more through the air. He had three touchdowns over that three-game span, and he has 10 on the season. Somehow this Atlanta team is still in the playoff race and in the mix for a wild-card spot in the NFC. This week, they play a San Francisco team who has a one-game lead on them in the wild-card race, and it's an important matchup for the playoff picture. Atlanta doesn't have many offensive weapons, and the offense has to run around Patterson and Kyle Pitts. With the narrow pecking order of players for Matt Ryan to work with, Patterson is always involved every week. Having a payup option that's only $6,900 on DraftKings is a huge benefit, especially a guy who's such a dual threat. At this salary, a two and a half times return on investment is just over 17 points, and a three times return would only be 20.7 points, which Patterson has gone over four times already this season. This game this week should be the fifth. My pay down option at running back, it's going to be Antonio Gibson at 6,000. Gibson's becoming a staple in the DFS Flash podcast. He had a down week last week, but I still think this price for Gibson is too low. His role in the offense is expanded, and we're getting a true workhorse back at a low salary. I used Gibson as my pay down several times lately. And besides last week where the game flow kind of got away from him and the Washington team in general, he's been delivering for us. Gibson had 22 points two weeks ago and had a 26 point performance the week before that. Like I said, Gibson's getting the workhorse workload that we love. JD McKissick may still be out in this game and he is still dealing with effects from that concussion. And he wasn't practicing as of Wednesday. It's unclear if he's going to be back for this week's game or not, but even if McKissick does play, Gibson's still likely to get 20-plus touches in a big divisional game for Washington. Philly's decent against the run, but they're not great. At only $6,000, an 18-point game from him would get us a three-times return on our investment, and Gibson should get back to getting the volume we need to get him there. Gibson has scored over 21 in three of his past five games, so with the volume he's getting, he should certainly be able to do it again, especially with guys like Terry McLaurin going on the COVID list. The offense is going to need to focus on Gibson. My dart throw option at running back this week, it's Michael Carter at 4700 This is a diamond in the rough this week since Carter's still priced low because of his IR designation. He was designated to return earlier this week, and Carter has now returned to practice. In an interview on Thursday, his head coach Robert Salas said that Carter's expected to play this week. Now, we don't know if they're going to ease him back in after he sprained his ankle in week 11, but we do know that he's probably the best player on that offense, and if he's in the game, he could be a major factor. Carter was in the process of establishing himself before going down in week 11. From weeks 4 to 10, 
Carter scored double-digit fantasy points in five of the six games. He had a huge game in week eight where he put up over 32 fantasy points, and that's where he cemented himself as the lead back in New York. He was beginning to look like a lock-and-load RB2 for fantasy, and then we lost him. Well, now we get him back. Without Carter in the lineup, New York turned to Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, and Austin Walter in the backfield. All three of them were not in. New York has to be thrilled to have Carter back, and I'm sure that Zach Wilson is also. Wilson could certainly use a guy to take some pressure off him, and he was also a guy that Wilson was trusting as a pass-catching weapon as well. Carter saw 21 targets in the four weeks from week seven to week 10. Carter could be a solid dart throw option, even with an uncertain role this week. At only $4,700, a two and a half times return on investment would be less than 12 points. And if he gets the bulk of the workload as the most talented player on the field, he should be able to put up some numbers and find the end zone, which is going to pay off nicely for us as a dart throw. Now, before we get into wide receivers, I got to remind you that football is rolling and our partners at DraftKings Sportsbook have an incredible offer for all you football fans. New users, bet $1, just $1 on any game. And if your team scores one point, you get $100 in free bets. Yeah, you heard that right. $1, one game, $100 in free bets. Here's what you do. Click the link in the show description and sign up for a new account with DraftKings Sportsbook and make your first deposit. Make a $1 bet on any team. And if your team scores one point, you get an automatic $100 thanks to our friends over at DraftKings. It's the best offer going in sports betting, so act now. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537 in Illinois. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Wyoming. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. Or call or text Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 21 and over. 18 and over in Wyoming. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. Minimum $5 deposit, minimum $1 wager. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Let's head over to wide receivers. At wide receiver this week, my payup option, you know who it is. It's Devontae Adams at 8900 this is the highest price payup wide receiver I think I've used here on the DFS last this year, and I'm comfortable doing it this week. Part of that is that we can find value elsewhere, like getting a $6,900 RB1, getting value on an RB2 like Carter, throwing a dart at a wide receiver that I'll get to in a minute that you could throw into the lineup with Adams. The other part of why I'm comfortable paying up for Adams this week is because I'm confident he's going to show out and he'll pay off for us. I talked about this matchup against Baltimore and their banged up secondary when I was talking about Aaron Rodgers in the quarterback section. So why wouldn't I want to pair Rodgers with this top target? I talked about Rodgers being on a solid run lately, and that goes hand in hand with Adams going off as well. Adams has over 100 receiving yards in each of the past three games, and he's averaging over 30 fantasy points in that three game span. He's got four games over 30 points this season, including a 40 point game. We know Green Bay doesn't have a deep group of pass catchers, and Adams gets targeted early and often. He has at least eight targets in each of the last five games, and he has double-digit targets in three of those five. Baltimore has a good run defense, and they struggle against the pass, so this should be a game where Rodgers goes Adams' way a lot once again. 
even at this salary, a two and a half times return on investment for Adams is just about 22 fantasy points. And with the touchdown or several touchdowns against this very beatable secondary, Adams should get over that number. And I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if he goes over 30 this week. My pay down option at wide receiver this week, it's going to be Devonta Smith at 6,100. Devonta Smith is coming off a bye week. And in that bye week, his quarterback Jalen Hurts got some extra time to heal his ankle injury. Now, we still don't know if Hurts is going to be back for this week's game, but if he is back, Philly should look to limit his running, and that's going to make him throw more passes. That benefits Smith. If Hurts doesn't play, then Philly's going to once again turn to Gardner Minshew, who actually may be a better passer than Hurts, also a benefit to Smith. Either way you slice it, both situations are positive for the top wide receiver in Philly. He's had a couple of down games the past two weeks because Philly's established the run. And they ran the ball well, but that was against two defenses that have a poor run defense. This week, they get a Washington team that ranks fifth against the run. And it's a game that should be a close game. So Philly should be forced to throw more than they have recently. Washington has the 30th ranked pass defense and gives up a ton of points through the air. As of Thursday, Washington also has 21 players on the reserve COVID list, with 11 of them being possible starters in this game. They're missing a bunch on their defensive line, so that should give whoever's playing quarterback for Philly more time to throw. The biggest benefit to Devonta Smith, though, is that the top corner for Washington, Kendra Fuller, and starting safety Cam Curl are both also on the COVID list. The players that are likely to miss this game for Washington make this already good matchup even better for Smith. At a $6,100 salary, he only needs around 18 points to get a three-times return on investment and just over 15 for a two-and-a-half times return. At this price, in this matchup, Smith should certainly be able to return us value this week. My dart throw at wide receiver, this is the one I mentioned before. It's Mac Hollins at 3,100. This is a deep dive dart throw, and it's based on the recent news that Jalen Waddle was placed on the COVID list on Thursday, making him unlikely to play this week. Now, Albert Wilson at 3,400 is also a solid dart throw option, and I debated between the two on who to use here. Wilson's the safer option, He's got a more pronounced role in the Miami offense. In their last game before the bye, Wilson ran routes on 61% of Miami's offensive plays, and he was targeted eight times, which he turned into four catches and 26 yards. Now, Hollins only ran six routes. He caught one pass. It was a five-yard pass on his only target. But that one catch, it was a touchdown. Hollins has four touchdowns on the season and an extremely limited role in the offense. Wilson, who has almost double the amount of catches as Hollins this season, has zero touchdowns. Wilson may be the safer option who sees more targets, but I'm swinging for the fences with this dart throw and going with Hollins. The matchup against New York this week is a good one for any wide receiver. They're ranked 27th against the pass, and they have a secondary full of no names who are very beatable. Hollins is certainly a dart throw, and we're counting on him getting some red zone targets, and even if he doesn't, He's the kind of receiver who could get behind the New York defense for a long touchdown. It's a gut call for me here and a dart throw for a reason. At only $3,100 on DraftKings, Hans will only need to get us 9.3 points to return us a three times return on his salary, which he's actually done four times this season. At tight end this week, my payup option is going to be Mark Andrews at $6,400. I used Andrews here last week. He was the fifth highest priced tight end and he's certainly paid off for us with a big game. Even with Lamar Jackson getting injured, he was still heavily targeted by Tyler Huntley, and he finished the game with 11 catches, 
on his 11 targets for 115 yards and scored a touchdown. If you're stacking Rodgers with Adams and can afford to come back with Andrews, that would be a sweet game stack. Green Bay isn't great against the tight end. They're about middle of the road. But the thing with Andrews is that he's no ordinary tight end. He's the best pass catcher on the Baltimore roster, and he's utilized more like a wide receiver than a traditional tight end. We know Baltimore has limited weapons in the passing game, but Andrews continues to be the rock. Andrews has seen at least eight targets in each of his last six games, and he's seen double-digit targets in four of those six. I probably won't be able to afford to pay up a tight end, but even as a pay-up option, this is still not bad for a tight end that gets the kind of volume that Andrews does. A two-and-a-half times return on investment with his $6,400 salary is only 16 points. Andrews could certainly get over that if he finds the end zone again. My pay-down option at tight end this week is Mike Gesicki at 5000 Gesicki would complete a sneaky Miami stack of Tua Gesicki and Hollins that I would bet nobody else will have unless they're robots or they also listen to the DFS flash. Hollins is going to be hardly owned, but Gesicki could be a favorite in lineups this week with Waddle out. Gesicki already had a favorable matchup against New York, who's given up the eighth most fantasy points to the tight end position this season. Add to that the fact that some of those targets that would have went to Waddle are now going to come his way, and Gesicki becomes a great value at the $5,000 price tag. In Miami's last game before the bye, he got back on track and saw 11 targets come his way, which he turned into seven catches and 11.6 fantasy points. He has double-digit points in two of his last three games and had two games scoring over 20 in the middle of the season. Gesicki hasn't scored a touchdown since week seven, and I'll make this my touchdown call of the week. He's going to score this week. My dart throw at tight end this week is Brevin Jordan at 2,800. The rookie's been establishing himself in the second half of the season, and he's doing well in his audition to be the starting tight end for Houston in their rebuild. Jordan has three touchdowns in his six games this season, and he's established himself as a red zone weapon. Rookie quarterback Davis Mills seems to like Jordan also. Last week, Mills targeted Jordan seven times, and he caught four of those targets, including a touchdown reception. As bad as this Houston-Jacksonville game will be to watch, there's going to be points scored. We look at both of these teams as bad offenses, but they also have pretty bad defenses too. As one of the only real weapons in this Houston offense, Jordan could play a role in any points that Houston puts on the board. As a dart throw option at tight end, we always just look for a guy who's going to have an opportunity to score a touchdown. And I just told you that Jordan's been doing that. At only $2,800 on DraftKings, we only need seven points for a two and a half times return on investment and less than eight and a half for three times return. And Jordan's gotten over that number in half the games he's played. Finishing up on defense, my payup option is going to be Dallas at 3600 This one doesn't need much explanation. This is a Dallas defense that has 20 interceptions, 7 fumbles, and 31 sacks going up against Mike Glennon in the New York offensive line. They should have pressure on Glennon most of the game. They should force a few turnovers, and they should put up double-digit fantasy points once again. Dallas averages 10.7 fantasy points per game and they've scored 17 or more points in three of their last five games, including two games over 20. Even at 3,600, Dallas only needs to get to right about their season average for a three-times return, and in this matchup, it seems likely to happen. My paydown option is going to be Denver at 2,900. You could dive even deeper and take a shot with one of the defenses in that Houston-Jacksonville game if you're risky, but I'll go a little higher and go with Denver as the paydown option. 
it isn't an easy matchup for Denver facing a Cincinnati team who has a lot of offensive weapons, but they'll need to play a tough defensive game to keep this one close. Cincinnati's also going to be playing with a quarterback who has an injury at his throwing hand. Joe Burrow's dealing with a dislocation to his pinky finger on his throwing hand, and while he'll be able to play through it, it could be just enough for him to be a little bit off. Denver has 12 interceptions on the season and has at least one interception in each of their last six games. They're also getting to the quarterback. They got 15 sacks in that same six-game span. They should be able to add to both of those totals in this matchup, and that's going to make them a solid pay-down option at defense this week. That's going to wrap it up for Week 15, friends. Thanks for tuning into the DFS Flash Podcast here at Aaron Torres Media. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button over on Apple or Spotify. Make sure you're not missing out on this fire content. And also keep your eyes on AaronTorresOnline.com. That's where you can find the podcast and articles that myself and all my awesome teammates are putting out on a regular basis. We cover all the sports over there, and we got some really sharp analysts. So make sure you're checking out AaronTorresOnline.com so you don't miss out. You can follow me on Twitter at FantasyCoachJB. You can hit me up with any DFS questions, any season-long lineup questions, whatever you got. I love helping you guys win. I'll catch you all right back here for next week's episode. Before that, I'll see you in the winter session. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.